You're about to listen to a message from the LifePoint Church, a warm and friendly home for the young at heart. Um, good evening, everyone. Thank you so much, Falabi. Um, hi, everyone. This is Idris. Uh, I'm the resident pastor here at LifePoint. Um, in case we've never met before, and um, it's a real privilege to share God's word with us tonight. Um, uh, look, I think for most people, this is still a bit of a surreal experience, but we're trusting God, right? That not only would we <laughs> come through this, but we'll come through this with testimonies, right? I hope you're keeping safe. Um, if you're going to, um, if you're going out to work, I hope that's coming along well. And I'd like to hear from you, and the pastors also, will also love to hear. So please do send us an update if you have our numbers, send us a WhatsApp message, an email, a text. Um, I know we try and reach out as much as we can. But uh, very quickly, let me share uh, from God's word. Last week, I mentioned that today we will talk about dealing with difficult people. Um, this is born out of this study of Jacob's life who becomes Israel after he has an encounter with God in Genesis chapter 32. In that scripture, in that verse, uh, that night he, he's, he's, he's waiting to go and encounter his brother who he has offended, right? But that night he's alone. And the Bible says that in Genesis 32 that a, a man comes to wrestle with him. Essentially, God comes to wrestle with him, and they have this thing all night. Um, and the Bible says that after a while, he says, let me go. Daylight is, I mean, he says no, and he says to him something which has been very particular on my heart. I've been sharing this, we've been praying about it. He says, I will not let you go until you bless me. And he says, what is your name? Your name will no longer be Jacob, but Israel. He says, for you have struggled with God and with men and have prevailed. And I remember saying three weeks ago how that that name Israel is about someone who fights, someone who wrestles, and how that I believe that for us as a generation of Jesus followers, but God is not just calling us to be, to exist. He's actually calling us to insist that his kingdom will come, to be fighters, not violent you know, fighters, but to be insistent, to, to hold on to him. Last, I think it was last week or two weeks ago, I spoke about that picture in my heart about holding on to God with both hands. And so last week we spoke about how to prevail in prayer. And, and I think I, I had a great time preaching last week. And if it's on SoundCloud, in case you missed it. Um, today, it's a bit softer. And we're talking about how to deal with difficult people. Uh, because everyone who God will use, including you and I, everyone who God will send, including you and I, will have to deal with difficult people. And one of the things that I've, I felt, you know, God began to lay in my heart as I prepared for this was how that we will have to develop the patience and the grit to discover what he wants to do even when people are proving difficult, right? Um, and the examples in scripture. Jacob, for example, here, has had to deal with Laban, right, in his life. Joseph has to deal with his brothers, he has to deal with Potiphar's wife. David has to deal with Saul. Saul tries to kill David, I think, about six different times. He has to deal with difficult people. Moses has to deal with Pharaoh. 
Jesus has to deal with the Pharisees and with the Sadducees. Nehemiah has to deal with uh, Sambalat, Tobiah, and Gesem. Daniel has to deal with an envious lot. I wonder who your own difficult people are already. Right, and I want to just discuss how does God, he says to Jacob, how does God want us to prevail even when we deal with difficult people? And as we talk tonight, one tendency is for you to only see just the people who are being difficult. And I, I'd like you to hold that thought. But there is something God wants to say to you. I believe that we should not be surprised when we discover or encounter difficult people. Um, because I believe it is part of the plan. I believe it is part of the plan that because our life is a long-term project, God will even have us develop the skill and the ability to be able to deal with what we would call difficult people, okay? If, uh, if you don't mind leaving some of the pastors unmuted, um, I'll be very grateful, all right? Um, Jacob, as I mentioned before, has to deal with labor. Um, when you read Genesis chapter 31, 6 to 7, he speaks about Lebanon, he says, and you know that with all my might, I have served your father, yet your father has deceived me and changed my wages 10 times. He says, but God did not allow him to hurt me. Jacob has to deal with a difficult man, right? Um, what are the things that normally classify, uh, cause us to classify people who are difficult, right? Um, I mean, I think anybody who's dumped us in a, in a romantic relationship is, is, is tagged a difficult person. Um, anybody who's dumped our friends is a difficult person. Anybody who's acted out to us in anger and caused us hurt, we believe are difficult people. Uh, people who have rejected us, people who betrayed us, uh, people who are backbiting, people who have been careless uh, with our stuff, uh, with our emotions, people who are not courteous, uh, people who we have a difference of opinion, people who have a difference of background sometimes, uh, sometimes people who are just too cool can be, we tell, we say we are difficult, they are difficult people. Sometimes people who don't understand us, right? And, and sometimes people who we don't understand, people who we cannot be friends with, uh, people who um, we have heard things about. Uh, and then people who are evil and wicked. Uh, typically, we all say these are very difficult people. I just want to put a slight caveat here. Because when I messaged people about the service, someone messaged me and said, what if we are the difficult that other people have to deal with? All right? Um, tonight, you know, there is always a door. I believe that people don't come into our lives randomly that God will arrange our steps. Scripture says that the steps of the righteous man are ordered by God. Uh, preparing for this, there was someone who I was so clear, you're probably on the call today, you're listening to this. And you are very sure that there was a mistake in the assignment of your father, that either he's not your real father, or there was a mistake when stuff was being arranged in heaven, because your father is extremely difficult, and my son is on this call. That cannot be you, because I've been very nice to you. All right, because um, <laughs> I access to join the call. But 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 even in that difficulty, 
there is the hand of God and there is a way. That is that there's always a door. And I think that's what the scripture, and that was the very, that's not the scripture, that was the phrase that God dropped in my heart. There is always a way. And, and so how do we deal with difficulty? Lagos is full of slightly mm. difficult people. Uh, mm. You know, church members, chance, there's no, I mean, pastor, I'm, no, no, there's nothing like that. It's all man, every man for himself and God. For us, so there are a couple of things, and I'll just lay them out. And I want us to pray tonight. Who are the most difficult people in your life? How will God want you to deal with them? For some of you who are married, your spouse, you know, that person who you guys were dancing together on the wedding day seems to be a difficult person at the moment. So, Lord, don't say anything here because your wife is also on the call. But no, no, don't say anything. Just relax. Come back. But first things first, we are taking notes. I believe that God will have us find what I, I call the pastors that me. Um, Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 14 to 15 says to pursue peace with all people and holiness without which no one can see the Lord. Looking carefully, lest anyone fall short of the grace of God lest any root of bitterness springing up cause trouble, and by this many become defiled. There is a crowd of people, those people who say, I say it as it is. Socks, right? Socks, right? That there is something called the path of peace. And it says that we are called as Jesus followers to pursue, or to pursue peace with all men. Uh, Matthew 5, 9 says, blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called sons of God. And, and so um, we find someone like Jacob, who is a, who's used to scamming people before. He gets into Laban's house, but for some reason, he allows Laban to cheat him. And, and I'm going somewhere with this. Laban is a difficult person, but, and this is, this is strange, right? Because uh, um, he, 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 he doesn't, he looks for a path of peace. He says, the scripture we read earlier, that Laban changed his salary 10 times. And I know this is a bit touchy because some of us, your salary has been changed in the last one or two months and you are very uncomfortable. And you believe your boss is a difficult person, maybe an mm. evil. And just hang on because God is working something. Uh, because Laban, uh, J- Laban cheats Jacob, right? I like the scripture, I think it's in First Corinthians 6. When Paul says, look, there are some scenarios where as a Christian, you should even be prepared to let yourself be cheated. He says, rather than let this matter end in a particular public place. And so sometimes when we will deal with difficult people, as we search for God in that relationship, we will turn the other cheek, right? So let's imagine Samuel. Samuel, Samuel is, a, is one of our, is the head of the service production team. He's a nice minister, single, I think, almost approaching 30, he's got dreadlocks, nice suits, still has a camera and all that stuff. Nice guy, right? He's on the call. So let's assume that Samuel dates a lady for seven years, seven whole years. I mean, that is tough, but seven years. Then on the day of the wedding, we go to the lady's house. For some reason, I think he... Uh, Jacob, for some reason, senses that God is at work here. So, so for someone, the first thing I like to say as we contemplate it is 
do not be the in the which the says the wrath of the soft word. A soft word is not a word that is open in a quiet voice. That might include quiet voices, but it is one that is said devoid of anger. It is gentle. It is thoughtful. It says it turns away wrath. One translation says a soft answer diffuses anger. It, it takes away the power of anger. So that God will teach us how to respond with a soft answer. I love Proverbs 25, 11. It says, it says a word, words fitly spoken are like apples of gold in settings of silver. That in a world where savory, being savage, being, being saucy, being, being quick to retort, you know, being quick to post a comment, being the ability to drag people on Twitter like they are generators, also, just that it's a skill, right? Christians who understand that there's purpose that God is working in their lives as they deal with difficult people must learn the path of peace. And so this week I sense, I'm preparing for this, that someone needs to open the door of restoration. Someone needs to apologize this week. Someone needs to accept an apology this week. Chine, do broke your heart two years ago. Uh, something, something happened. It just, I, just accept his apology. All right. Someone needs to. Let me read that scripture in Romans 12. I think it's, it's, it's verse 7, verse 17. It says, repay no one evil for evil. Have regard for good things in the sight of all men. If it is possible, as much as depends on you, live peaceably with all men. It says, brethren or beloved, do not avenge yourselves. It says, but rather give or but rather give place to us. It says, for it is written, vengeance is mine. Therefore, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he's thirsty, give him a drink. For in so doing, you will heap coals of fire on his head. Do not be, do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. As we will meet difficult people in life, we will not be the one that starts the fight. We will not be the one that reacts. We will be the one who pursues peace with all men. Like I said, the phrase in my heart, there is always a door. I believe that, and this is for someone, it is not even something about, it might be a conversation. Like I said, there's one person who I believe strongly is a conversation with your father, your, your physical, biological father. For someone, it's something about your boss. For someone, it's something in the relationship. But for some people, this is a conversations for the for your life. Because you think you've seen difficult people, you have not even begun yet. But anyone who God will send on a purpose, with a plan, with something on the earth, will meet difficult people. It's not a curse. It is an assured reality. The second thing, very quickly so we can pray tonight, is that we must develop the ability to find God's beauty in people. The ability to find God's beauty in people, that no one is totally perfect and no one is totally imperfect. Uh, I think it's Stephen Covey in his book, uh, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. I think the, seven, the, the fifth one, he says that you will seek first to understand and then to be understood. That not that you would look for the excuses for people's bad behavior, but that sometimes you would step back to try and find context 
In Romans 12, 17 that I read earlier, I love the first line when you read in the message translation. It says, don't hit back. It says, discover beauty in everyone. Like we're in church, this is where I'll tell you, say, tell your neighbor there's beauty in you. You know, that kind of thing. Well, I'm not in church. We're not in that church. We're in this church. And one thing I love about Jesus is that he finds beauty everywhere. He sits comfortably with tax collectors and has dinner. And so when Jacob is in Laban's house, one thing that happens there is that he, he finds beauty even in the midst of Laban's crookedness. He finds Rachel. He finds Rachel. He finds that God can do, God can give me wisdom for agricultural expansion even in the midst of some crazy business dealing I'm having with this other. And that would you look at the people who will come into your life and are decisively difficult and let God still show you some beauty in their life because there are some people who you currently believe are difficult who you do not know their context. There's a boss in the office who, if you simply understood what was happening, some of us will probably have had salaries slashed. If, you, if your boss showed you the numbers, you would suddenly change your heart and believe that he or she is a great person. Finding beauty in people is an amazing thing that must happen. What does Jesus say? And this is something that is important to us, guys. Is that we, we steadily live in a world where it is easier to criticize than to compliment. And, and one of the reasons why people, so many people look very difficult to us sometimes. I like Matthew 7, 3, 5. He says, but why do you look at the speck in your brother's eyes, but you do not consider the plank in your own eye? Because it's so easy to say what people, um, are, the shortcomings of other people, but it's sometimes really difficult to see our own shortcomings. So the first one is to find a path of peace, to let God give you a soft answer. The second one is to find God's beauty as much as possible in people around us. The third one for me today is to find God's purpose in the people that he places in our lives. If we believe God's word, that our steps are ordered by him, even difficult people are a door to purpose. Joseph tells his brothers in Genesis chapter 50 and verse 20, he says, as for you, you meant evil against me. He says, but God meant it for good, that you may bring about what has happened this day to save many lives. So I'm saying to someone, look, even the people who have hurt you and the people who will try to hurt you in the future, you must begin to look with the eyes of God. You must begin to understand that when God sends you into certain relationships, he sends you there on purpose, not for your comfort only. So you must understand that we bring God into the lives of the people we meet. And this doesn't matter who they are, your cousins, your uncles, your neighbors. Let Goshans know your neighbors. And this includes me. Go and knock on their gate. Don't enter their house because of social distancing. But just know who they are. Talk to them. Share the love of God. Because maybe from the grace of God into the life of that aunt. Maybe I was the one carrying the mandate of restoration. Maybe God, beyond my comfort, was trying to make sure that in my company, 
if there is an entity, you are the one who God has called into that family to bring redemption, to bring light, to bring joy, to bring love. I know there is chaos. Your house is like Fuji House of Promotion or whatever it is. And you're wondering what kind of mistake did they make in heaven? I cannot be this. I cannot be here. I definitely cannot be in Nigeria. I look at my face. Look at my hair. It's coily. I'm meant to be an American. No, you are not. You were born for a time like this. You were born for a place like this. There is a purpose over your life. There is always a door. There is always a door. And, and God wants to walk through that door even as we deal with difficult people. I need to rush. Find in God's mercy for us to behave like, like they do. So you slap me, I will slap you. know, this is the crowd that says, let us all be mad together. This is the crowd, this is the mindset that will say, look, nobody has the monopoly of mad. This is the mindset that we say every path where God's mercy reaches people allows our hearts to multiply the mercy of God over the earth. What happens when you meet someone who is difficult? They invite you to become difficult yourself. You're like, ah, what is it? I didn't come to Lagos to count bricks. I, no, we can, both of us can be mad. If you, in fact, you don't understand, I'm from Benin. I'm really from Benin. No, I know that Benin people are like, like that. But I'm from, okay, let's do, I'm from somewhere else. Benin people are, because many people who don't text me. But, but what happens is that if you do not forgive people when they've been difficult to you, right, you, you dwell in unforgiveness. And unforgiveness incubates bad behavior. So you become bitter. And bitterness just allows for evil to be pollinated across the world. You know, Pastor Godman, our pastor, was praying this morning. He was praying about us not becoming bitter. Jesus on the cross, Luke 23, 34, he would say, I'm about to go and offer the biggest sacrifice, the biggest offering, the biggest purpose on the earth. I must forgive these people who are nailing me here. So he says to God, forgive them, for they do not know what they're doing. That I would not allow them to transfer their difficulty to me. That I would not allow them uh, put their bad behavior upon my heart. For some of us, there is forgiveness that still needs to happen. And when Jacob will meet Esau, he would say over and over again, I am sorry. I feel so strongly today that there are people who need to apologize for stuff, and I don't know what it is that you've done. For some other people, you need to accept someone's apology. Let us follow. There's always a door. I sense that, you know, um, for some of us, we've, we've closed down parts of purpose already. But God wants to do stuff, but we block the person. And I'm not against blocking people. I block people. I like blocking people. I blocked a couple of people. Yeah, anybody that shows me uh, uh, vulgarity and uh, naked women, I block them with it. That one's not going my spirit. They're not, you know, I, I, I block, I, okay, I don't know. I can tell you about my, I block people. I try. Even on WhatsApp, I block Um. But, but forgiveness, and maybe I should forgive some, but forgiveness is, a, is one of the keys to dealing with difficult people. Tender-hearted. For some of us, our hearts are a bit too strong. Lagos 
has put our heart under hot roast but it says let your heart be tender-hearted let your heart be in let your heart be let be easy and treatable that you cannot some of us are professional correlates but that is not the spirit of god that we carry it says forgiving one another even as in god even as god in christ forgave you i sense okay and i'll, and I'll tell you this that for someone uh, your unforgiveness might actually block the purpose of god in someone's life and i say this tonight not i, I say this very carefully uh, that sometimes there are people who God will send us into their lives. And the devil, seeing the plan and the purpose of God, will stir up bad behavior on their part, will stir up some funny behavior on their part, and we cut them off. Achieved. Remember, this is sometimes it is bigger than your comfort. Sometimes it's about the character that God is also trying to develop in and so that we would, A, walk the path of peace. We will not start a fight. B, we would see the beauty of God in people. Uh, thirdly, we would find purpose in the relationship that God will give. And then we will be dispensers of mercy. We will be quick to forgive. We will be quick to forgive. Uh, uh, lastly, tonight, uh, and, then let's, and let's pray. And let's pray. Uh, there, there's always a door, guys. There's always a door. There is always a door, but I don't, I don't, I don't, dis, I don't pretend that there are no wicked people on the earth. I don't pretend that, that, that you know, Paul will say, look, uh, in Second Thessalonians chapter three and verse two, he says, and that we may be delivered from unreasonable and wicked men, for not all men have faith. Uh, uh, when, when Sambalat, when Nehemiah in the book of Nehemiah tries to rebuild something, people, strange people, come up everywhere and essentially just try to, they want to kill him for no other reason but just the fact that he's there are wicked people on the earth and but i like the fact that god anybody who's heard me speak in the last couple of years knows that i love the scripture in genesis 49 and verse 23 to 24 it says the archers speaking of joseph have bitterly grieved him he says they have shot at him and hated him he says but his bow remained in strength and the arms of his hands were made strong by the hands of the mighty God of Jacob. And so for us, I believe that even where men are evil and wicked, that in the place of prayer, that there is discernment and separation that comes. I believe that there are people who, and I pray this, that, that God will lead you to pray people out of your life ever so often and pray people in and i do this that god will promote certain people on your behalf he will relocate them on your behalf and i do this and i have seen it happen one way that god protects his own is favor psalm 5 and verse 12 he says for you O lord will bless the righteous he says with favor you will surround him as with a shield so I've always said for years that favor is protective for the children of God. Look, as, as I say this, I must also say that we do not wrestle against flesh and blood. The Bible says there is a spirit at work in the children of disobedience. So that even when we will meet evil and wicked people, that God calls us to fight with love. 
I've said this before, and I think we know there's a life point, that love is the wisdom of God. Love is one of the highest forms of spiritual warfare. That when you would, that we do not pray that our enemies will fall down and die. We don't pray death for people. Rather, because I think I read it before, that we'll pray that they would live long and prosper. The greatest things we can do in the name of Jesus is to love people into God's way. That love is one of the greatest ex exhibitions of our authority in Christ. Or yet we will pray. And that's in the place of prayer. And God will give you discernment. God will, he will show you what spirit is at And there are times as you pray with certain spiritual configurations, you get to a place you realize there are reasons. This is some spiritual warfare going on. But not everybody who is difficult is inspired by the devil. Sometimes they just have made poor choices. Maybe they support, you know, Arsenal. Some people make choices that are poor in life, right? And, and stuff like that. So, summary. We would, fight, we would follow peace with all men. We would see the beauty of God. We would look for it. We would look for the beauty of God in the relationship that he brings to us that look difficult. Now, don't forget Joseph. He says you meant it for evil. We would pray. We would ask for God's protection. And then we would look for mercy. God's mercy. God's mercy. So we would be dispensers of the mercy of God. We would forgive quickly. We would even forgive in advance. I would tell couples when I counsel with them before they get married, I would say you must forgive before you become bitter. You must if the church is about to enter its finest hour. I believe that all of my heart. We haven't seen Jesus. We have the best time to be a, a Jesus follower, to be a child of God. This is it. As uh, the, the patriarch Israel, he says he was a, he wrestled on. So there's someone, you, I was prepared for this and I kept on for some reason, it was the father. And I, I was like, God, you know, you know, this, you have to be politically correct. You have to, and, but it, I couldn't move past it. And there are people who have abandoned the relationships with their father because their fathers have been difficult. And I know what it is to have a slightly difficult father. Anybody who has a father from the name knows that your father can be difficult. They don't trash, they don't flog children nowadays. Because trust me, I was in Benin, and when you were flogged, I was flogged. Don't don't let my accent deceive you. I was flogged as a child, and some of it wasn't my flogging. And some of it, I just felt. You know, and my father's a great man, and he was he loves me to bits, but he was slightly difficult. So that the path you've been looking, you've been looking at this all wrong 
the flow of purpose is actually you, God trying to reach your father through you, that person who is listening to me tonight. You've got, because you've been saying, God, someone is your boss. You might just, I don't know who God is in, and I'm not going to prescribe, but you just want to settle down 20, 30 minutes, maybe one day just fast and pray over him. This is not the one where you're pulling people's spirits in prayer, trying to make them like, no, 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 no. Spiritual witchcraft. This is where you're pouring blessings over him, <laughs> you know, because and maybe someone needs to go and read Genesis 32. I need to preface this. It's, it's been a long time, and you know, God is pulling my go and read that. I'm going to read it, and it's like, years, maybe 20, 30 years that Jacob has had to deal of what he has of the friction in his relationship with Esau, and so when. The battle meet Israel. He doesn't separate his family. He has a succession plan. He does he is never when he, he when he eventually meets his son, the Bible says he bows down seven times. He is all shaken. God has gone ahead of There is all we carry the scent of God. We carry the very. Just pray in your lives. Ah, the rock that never fails. Or someone God is saying they will have to get to me first before they get to me. He says, be bold, be audacious in love. He says, put a smile on your face again. For someone there are people you say you swore, I will never speak to this person again. God says, relax. He says, you did not send yourself. Lord, tonight I pray for strength. Lord, tonight I pray for faith. Lord, tonight I pray for wisdom. For someone there is spiritual warfare over your life. And I'd like us to just pray together as a church. One minute, let's declare that everyone that has been assigned by the devil to lives, to destinies, that God will, that God will cause a shaking. And God will cause it protecting in the name of the Lord Jesus. Let's pray for David, who is here tonight. Who Saul has been trying to kill six times. Let's pray that David will not Let's pray that God will teach us how to honor the sons. The children of Noah who realize we cannot, we cannot present tonight whose heart has been hot a number of times. Let's 
declare healing in the name Lord, we are appointing favor tonight. We are appointing wisdom tonight. For someone, have your way, have your way, Lord, have your way. Because even through difficulty, the purpose and the plan, the beauty of our God will come to pass. Let me pray for you tonight. Our Heavenly Father, tonight, thank you. Uh, for this our fellowship. Thank you for speaking to our hearts. And Lord, thank you for planning our lives better than we could. Every difficult person that comes our way, Lord, we declare there is beauty, there is purpose, your mercy flows, and Lord, we declare we will walk in peace. Lord, if we are the ones who are difficult, I pray, Lord, for an overflow of the fruit of the Spirit. Lord, help us to find forgiveness where we have erred, where we have truncated your planning purpose. Uh, in the lives of others. Lord, tonight we, we declare that we declare that your hand is heavy upon us. I thank you for that person who we spoke about who needs to restore, repurpose their relationship with their father. Lord, I pray for peace. I pray for joy. I pray for laughter. Let them be laughing. Let them be laughing. I pray for, for Jacob and Esau who have been estranged. Let, let laughter and joy, let it, let it come again. Let, let embrace happen again. Our Father, thank you for this season uh, of uncertainty. We thank you, Lord, for your, our rock. Thank you for anyone who's struggling. We thank you for our rock you are. Thank you for financial provision. Thank you for wisdom. Thank you for comfort. Thank you for healing. We give you all praise, our Heavenly Father. In yeah. the mighty name of Jesus. And I normally won't do this, but if there's anyone on the call tonight who hasn't accepted Jesus, I'll ask that you just say this simple prayer. Say, Heavenly Father, I accept Jesus as my Lord and my Savior. I accept the sacrifice of your love and declare that I believe in my heart and I confess with my mouth that Jesus died for me, rose again on the third day, and is Lord over my life. I declare that I am now born again. In Jesus' mighty name. Hey, guys, I love you very much. Sorry, I think I've taken a bit more time than I should. But I see us prevailing. I see us in love. I see us just going everywhere with the aroma of God. I see us breaking barriers. I see us reuniting families. I see us changing the culture of of homes, the culture. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. God will go with you and use you, cause mercy to be known through you. Amen. Shield you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 But anyway, I will still preach my preaching. All right, guys. Love you loads. Uh, and I will speak to you next week by the grace of God. All right. Take care. Thank you for listening to a message from the Life Point Church. To download more free messages, please visit www.soundcloud.com forward slash lifepointng.